it's Christmas Eve, and we are back and better than ever here at 95.3 WNH. Welcome to Off The Mark Sports, your weekly sports radio show here on 95.3. And my name is Kyle Heavey coming at you on this Sunday morning. And I know the holidays are here, and we're happy to be here with you and making his grand appearance it's it almost feels like a christmas miracle in some ways to have you back yeah. in studio for the first time in a, four months i would say you I can probably three, correct me three months yeah october was when i uh, i made my move to cincinnati and now i'm back it's great to be back it is great to, yeah, to see you it's like i never left to be honest well i mean that's such a weird feeling because that's a change of life for you but at the same time we've Try to keep the go- show going so that way you still have that feeling of, uh, you know, comfort of what home was. But at the same time, you're growing. And, I mean, True. it's it's a it's a whole different experience. You're you're now becoming a Bengal fan. Dude, Bengals fans are crazy, too. <laughs> they are they are probably the most passionate NFL fans I have ever been around. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I mean like, obviously, people go crazy for, like, uh, Brady and the success that we had. But it was nothing like I've seen out in uh, Cincinnati, like coordinated cheers and live uh, person kind of like feeling just at a bar. Like every first down, they uh, they all, everyone in the bar yells, like, which way are we going? And they all do this, that way. Like the little motion in whatever direction the first down is on the TV. I, I that's actually impressive to hear because we yeah. we have nothing like that. It's like being at a live game, just going to the bar and watching the Bengals. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's great to have Cam Tranchmontane back here in the studio, and obviously we'll have. Uh, well, I kind of didn't even think about turning the uh, audio up to see when Anthony calls in, but uh, Cam, it's it's great to see you, man. I I know you're. Uh, your Bengals kind of had it got banged up yesterday. Yeah. But it's been, I mean, that's been a, a kind of a cool thing for you as well to still have like a team that's interested in interesting and in trying to get in the playoffs still, yep. even though they have their backup quarterback. Right. That's been almost the most impressive part so far is that they've managed to stay relevant after Joe Burrow went down. I remember like the, the bless you, by the way, uh, the, uh, the, the experience at the bar I was just describing was the game where Burrow went down. So I saw everyone come from like way up here down to just immediate pits of despair. You could see the the hope leave their eyes. Oh my yeah. good. And but then John Browning is good. I actually had a tough decision to play him in my fantasy football championship yesterday or not. I was on the fence between Browning and Trevor Lawrence who's playing mm. today. Yep. And so that's why that whole conversation with the, in the group text was very I had to I appreciated that because I I had to figure out what I was oh, doing. Okay, I'm glad you didn't. You didn't start Browning, right? I did not start Browning, okay. even though he still put up a lot of. He put through like 380 yards yesterday. Yeah, those um, interceptions. Those had to three kill interceptions, his points, though. though. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why I'm seeing what Trevor Lawrence can do today. And was, Browning hasn't had a game like that yet. Yes, I, so, that's why it's. I was just, see how he bounces back. I'm going in the uh, the WMNH fantasy football uh, league. I am in the championship nice. against. The co-host, one of the co-hosts from the morning show, whose name is Kyle as well. So it's the Kyle oh Bowl <laughs> that's going on here, and I'm uh, excited. Sponsored to by s- Monster Energy. Basically, I mean, he actually, yeah. Um, I'll have to, I don't know if either of you actually drink Monster, but that's the meme on. Yes, on the absolutely. Uh, I've been a. It's not my go-to, but mm-hmm. at the same time, if uh, if you're gonna put one in front of me, 
Yeah, I will I've, drink it. I've, I've been known to slay a few monsters exactly. from here and there. You know, I mean, we I'll, we'll try to play like something long, go to bunnies really quickly, and get get some monsters <laughs> for the show. But um, yeah, I'll play some uh, soft Christmas music here in the background today. It's oh, nice. I hope your Christmas shopping has gone well. Um, I hope that you uh, I wanted to do some stuff yesterday. Unfortunately, uh, the Yi Dynasty got the best of me, and It'll uh, do that. it was yeah. there another. MUR retirement or something? No, that was just a uh, friends wanted some entertainment, and nice. that was the place that they chose. I was a, more of a Dave and Buster's wanting to go kind of thing, play Who some can games. Blame you, you know, instead I went up to the Yi, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, you know, if they turned the Mall of New Hampshire into like just like a a new housing development with a bunch of like different amenities for entertainment, like you, you see around the country, like might be a good thing if they ever like lost people in like retail stores is obviously the uh brick and mortar stores are kind of going away very they much. already have a dave and busters a buffalo wild wings and if you had like an apartment complex there be probably some prime real estate anthony obviously you hear this voice on the radio right now it's a lovely baritone of cam trench montaigne <laughs> here in studio you couldn't even, he came from Cincinnati and you couldn't even make it up here to be live for this what Christmas episode. <laughs> How you doing, Anthony? Pretty good. How was the rock back? Oh, you know what? It wasn't too bad. I mean, it was obviously 14 hours, but it was a little, like sure. mainly a straight shot. Um, stopped in Scranton, Pennsylvania on my way back. And uh, it's not. It's not like Wait. the office. Oh, th yeah. It's you not. <laughs> took the thoughts. I literally was like, "Tell me about Dunder Mifflin." Yeah, apparently that that building's in Los Angeles. I thought it was in Connecticut, but I just read that it was in Los <laughs> Angeles. Yeah. So I did go to Poor Richards, which is entirely different than the Poor Richards in the show. It's in a bowling alley. It's very dark, very you know, divey, but a fun place. Interesting to hear yeah. that. Watched. The, I think I watched the Bills there something one of the teams well bills and obviously the Bengals both uh played yesterday the bills were on the winning end and uh josh allen who i didn't want to do well um did very well but on the other i'm in so one one championship today going on for me and then a semi-final in another league today okay. so i didn't championship ready yeah i don't know why this uh this league uh ended so early there was no First round buys for like you know anyone, they oh, just okay. all went in, and next thing you know, um, I'm in the championship. So you gotta set up those bye weeks, man. Uh, I, hello to Mark Me Mark Peterson in the Facebook Live. I am not sure how to fix the audio on the Facebook Live. Um, that's maybe I I can play with something. I actually I think I know what I need to do now. So I appreciate that. What's wrong with the audio? Uh, well, some another show here likes to play with the audio um, sometimes on uh, on the Facebook Live. Okay. So I will have to uh, play with that. But uh, obviously there was a yeah a twenty four to twenty victory for the Bills. Uh, Chargers not having a good season, and th that's going to be an interesting thought because. Uh, today, the New England Patriots are in Denver to face off against the dreaded, dreaded Denver Broncos, who mm. sometimes have looked great this year and other times have looked bad. And after last week's fight with uh, between Sean Payton and Russell Wilson that happened, I don't know if you saw any of those highlights, 
uh, Sean Payton does not like Russell Wilson. It's pretty prevalent last week. Hmm. Maybe they just spent too much time together. Obviously, it's a stressful three and a half hours of life. But what do they do in the off season, though? <laughs> what yeah. What does anyone do? How do, you, how do you get away from like? I think they, you... both, they gave up so much for both of them. Mm -hmm. They really did. I think I think if anyone, I'd move Russell. Oh yeah. Well, there's a. I mean, do you, do you... But I don't oh. even think. Yeah, they're right now. They're at the 14th pick, so like maybe they could get a QB there. Well, obviously, I don't. I don't even know what to think about for this game with the the Patriots losing last week and then having the <laughs> Carolina Panthers, Anthony, which we both picked mm. incorrectly, beating the Atlanta Falcons 10 to nine. Barn burner of a game right there. Well, at least that's interesting. Came down to one point. It came down to one know. point. A last-second field goal for the the tickets in Carolina were going for forty-five cents. Wow, that's it was a pouring, raining, gross. I don't know if you you know you had to deal with any of that weather from last Monday. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Well, I was here on Monday. Yeah. So you yeah. saw how hard it rained up, especially in the North Country, where yeah, I went um, to Tamworth the next day, dude. It was still like. Trees were down on on 25. I had to take a side road that was like washed out in several places, not completely washed out, but enough where I had to drive around. Nothing like water. what Gorham had. <clears throat> yeah, Gorham and uh, you know the certainly some other towns. Obviously, we saw Plymouth, but Plymouth floods every year. Right. So yeah. that's as much as that's a nuisance. They're expecting that, but uh, for what was being played in Charlotte last week, which Anthony, you've been to that stadium, correct? Charlotte, yeah, a few times. And it's a, it's a good-sized stadium that, obviously, to have tickets going for 45 cents. Uh, at the same time, do you really want to sit and stand in the rain for, you know, four right. and a half? Yeah, four and a half hours. So it was $15.45. Like I, can, I can tell you from experience this yeah, year, watching basically. a team that bad in the rain, it's not a... Yes, I, I, I held off talking about that when you went to the Chargers-Patriots game and how bad that rain looked that day. And uh, you, you you dealt with it, and you, you just uh, it's a memory that you uh, want to forget, but uh, always have at the same time. Oh, we tried our best to forget. We got really drunk before halftime, so <laughs> that'll do it. That will do it. Which, uh, we didn't was realize that? it was only halftime at the time. We just kind of looked at the clock, and we were like, "Oh my god, the second half hasn't even started yet." Oh yeah. my goodness! Which week was that? Oh, I can't okay. even watch the Patriots out in uh, like three weeks ago, something okay. like that. Yeah, I want to say it was week Lost twelve, six to nothing. It was two field goals in the whole game, and that was right. it. That's it. Yeah, that's tough. It's uh, it's been a fun one this season, Hair Cam, and as you were watching a team that's still fighting for, I mean, the until last night the Bengals had the sixth seed in yep. the the playoffs, and now to lose this game, obviously Pittsburgh jumps ahead of them now, which Pittsburgh to me is not even that good of a team. Uh, I really haven't been impressed with them, yeah. but then all of a sudden Kenny Pickens decides that he wants to be a like talented person with four catches. Ooh. Kenny Pickett. George Pickens. George Pickens. Kenny Sorry. Pickett, George Pickens. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought you could use white quarterbacks. I was going to say you might have been the first of the era. Kind of <laughs> I mean, that I, yeah, but George Pickens, uh, 195 yards, two touchdowns on four catches is unbelievable. Yeah. That, uh, you know, at the same Especially time. Especially when you have him on the bench in the playoffs. Yep. 
That would hurt. And you put in the and you put in the, you put in the Bengals defense who got like negative points. So you have thirty five and a half points on the bench and you have wow. negative points in your lineup. It's been a fun night. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. In your defense, George Pickens has never done anything like this. No, exactly. And I, and I like had to couldn't even block him or uh, Saquon Barkley in my flex, so it was really tough to pick. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. And it's Saquon versus the Eagles over. today as well. So there's a uh, a lot of interesting games, a lot of uh, kind of rough ones. I know that the uh, we'll, we'll go into those later on, but I mean, at the same time, the. Arizona Cardinals, Chicago Bears game is only going to be so exciting to me. Uh, the let's see, what else game was I looking at that I was uh, really wondering how is this the the Washington Commanders in the New York Jets as well? Yeah, that those tickets better be cheap. As the worst defense versus the worst offense. Interesting. Maybe, so maybe Jets could win this one. I think the Jets yeah. could possibly win this one, and I would it's like not like the Commanders have a great defense either. That they have the worst in the league. <laughs> so to know the Jets' offense is the worst in the league mm-hmm. is uh, that should be a very interesting uh, game right there. Their defense is is at least top ten though. The Jets' defense. I do appreciate the Jets' defense, yeah. and I do have them started in one of the uh, the leagues. So I would, I kind of will be paying attention to that, yes. but. Only when the commanders have the ball, I feel yeah. like. It's, but uh, the 1 o'clock games are quite interesting. There's some games that actually have playoff impl- implications. I'm loving yeah. watching. It's weird. I'm not a... But we've been so used to the Cleveland Browns being pretty bad. Uh, and to now see that uh, they have been able to get a Christmas miracle as well in Joe Flacco to really bring this uh, this interesting... I mean, they're, they they spent a half a quarter of a billion dollars on Deshaun Watson, and instead Joe Flacco, who is making like four hundred thousand dollars, is making them get into right. the playoffs right now. Possibly, obviously, you're facing a banged up Houston Texans team today that still has some like Nico Collins is supposed to be playing today. Tank Dell is not. C.J. Stroud, who I hope to win wins Rookie of the Year, is out as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things. But the Browns, on the other hand, have been able to get Joe Flacco from picking up his kids from school to be the quarterback. It's, um, it's, it feels like the Patriots could have done that, too. Yeah. It's, but then again. It, but again, who is he throwing to? True. Yeah. Uh, at least the Browns have Amari Cooper. Uh, Elijah, Elijah Moore is pretty Moore. good. Yeah. Joku. All those good ones. And instead, the Patriots, well, we got Devontae Parker, who I just I don't you. know if... Gotta buy into the tank. I can't. Right. I can't. He's just so bad. We were the best of all time at being good. How can we not be the best at all time at being bad? Uh, I'm, I didn't realize Maybe this. Maybe it's just not I, in the DNA. I... Hunter Henry's no, out. We're, we are doing it though. We're doing it right. <laughs> we're doing it. We're we're doing bad the right way right now. Mm-hmm. I hope that uh, Marvin Harrison and Caleb Williams do end up declaring for the draft because I did hear something which made a lot of sense since they're making so much money in NIL. There's maybe a little less incentive to declare. So just yeah, hopefully they were, they're I know they were trying to get Jaden Daniel. Or they were trying to get somebody back because they wanted to offer him like five million to come back and play next year, and that would pretty much essentially Dang. be what you would get on a rookie contract for your first year. Jaden Daniels, five million to stay in college. Why wouldn't you? <sighs> yeah, I mean that's 
That's crazy. I mean, personally, I'd probably want to start my NFL career over staying in college, but because I mean, again, the money is the the money's going to be there no matter what. But do you want to be? Do you want to have like NFL stats, or do you want to keep padding? I don't know. That's just me. But the draft wire does say he declared too, so I guess I missed that. Yeah, I'm on the uh, tankathon right now, looking at the mock drafts. Uh, speaking of uh, Jaden Daniels, he is shot high up on the. Uh, he's he's projected to go seven now to the Giants. Huh. There's sometimes I don't know how to feel about getting Drake May. That's who they have us projected to get. Mm. I don't think. I don't well, think obviously, I like... we 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 could get the number one overall pick. The way things are going lately, that the. Panthers are still not winning. Only, not only that, but with the Bears having the number one pick, is it worth it for them to just get Marvin Harrison Jr. and then that leaves us uh, Caleb Williams at two? Yeah. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're noticing Justin Fields kind of coming into his form here, and they're just like, "Hey, you know what? If we just get the, you know, if we have to pay uh, Justin Fields in a couple of years, and then we'll still have Marvin Harrison with like." two or three years left. They have DJ Moore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Build the weapons. Cole Komet is as rock solid of a, a foundation for an all-time tight end as I've ever seen. So, you know, put the effort into, you know, use your number, use number, use your number one pick to get Marvin Harrison. Use your number six pick to get an offensive tackle. Boom. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Get that uh, protection around, around fields. Almost called him Herbert. <laughs> you know, I don't know, because there there is something to say about like, OK, well, we could also just do the whole the same thing and just uh, have the quarterback on a rookie contract. And then, you know, whoever you're going to trade Justin Fields to, you're going to get something in return while still having the one in six or wherever overall pick. So it's going to be real interesting for the Bears, especially the way that they've kind of bolstered their defense this year. Yeah. Didn't they get Montez Sweat? Yeah, and now he's the leading tackler on two teams in the league this year. The Bears and the Commanders. Wow. Only okay. player to ever do that. They're definitely set up to succeed, but it's all about the execution at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, again, it's who do you want to buy in on more? Do you want to do you want to gamble that Caleb Williams could be the guy or can you see can you see a little bit of the guy coming out of Justin Fields and say, "Hey, we're going to get the the best receiver and then the best, you know, Joe Alt is supposed to get picked by the Chargers before, but I, you know, I also wouldn't be shocked if the. Well, actually, if uh, if they, if Bill ends up going to the Chargers, they're definitely taking an offensive tackle. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're gonna take a, uh, a a another kicker. Yeah, I don't know, but they they'll have they'll have at least two of the top offensive tackles still on the board at like five or six, depending on where they end up. So they the. It's going to be fascinating to see what the Bears do. They're in a good, they're in a fun spot right now. Nobody else is really. Uh, they got Brock Bowers going to the Jets, which if they can get Brock Bowers in this draft, and then you're coming back next year with Devonte Adams, Brock Bowers, Garrett Wilson, and Brees Hall and Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the That's Aaron Rodgers thing is quite interesting, as since he is not going to be returning for the last game of the year against the Patriots, which I I, I will be going to actually. I oh, want nice. I want to see if this if this is Bill's last game, then it's uh something I would kind of want to be a part of. So we'll uh we'll see what develops with that. But right. uh, it's uh only you know. I and I honestly no matter what happens to the Jets next year, they're 
they're cursed, so I can't see. I cannot envision success for them until I see it actually happen. Ooh. It would just be. It would be really tough to have the number one defense, and then go into the offseason and acquire Aaron Rodgers again, and Bo and uh, Brock Bowers, and not like if you mess that up, that is like some all-time Jets. <laughs> so true. I mean, um, to be fair, they'd probably have to give up this pick to get Devontae Adams if they wanted to get him. Ooh, add that to your tinfoil hat Aaron Rodgers theory. He kept himself under the number of uh, snaps to make the, the, the draft pick stay at a two so that they could go out and get uh, Devontae in the offseason. Not a bad yeah. idea. That's like a, never had, never had a, a whole new Achilles. level of tanking. Just did this to get Devontae Adams. Oh, oof. Well, he wants his buddy. They're uh, best friends. I, I did uh, I did find a nice little um, Christmas caroling from Bill Belichick himself. He oh, cool. was he's been caught singing, and uh, a great job to whoever made this put this together. But I'm gonna play a cr Christmas jingle from Mr. Bill Belichick and some other former Patriots. So oh take a listen to this. I think it, you'll uh, you'll appreciate uh, what I have found thanks to the internet. Oh, as I, I, I didn't meet, unmute it. That's the issue that I have. Uh, let's try this again and click that. Yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our trouble will be out of sight. years, we all will be together. If the fates allow, <clears throat> hang up pretty far on top of the virus. I think something, something about. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the background music is too loud, so it's not working as well as I'd hoped. But uh, I, it was, I thought it was pretty good, though. Yeah, it was. Uh, someone actually took the time to look, look at every single press conference of things that they said and put it into uh, "Have yourself a merry little Christmas." So uh, yeah, it's a, kind of a weird thing to see, but uh, still, someone's bored at home. On someone the is very bored at home, and uh, you know, at the same time, I appreciate that they took the time to uh, to make that. So it's a uh, it's a fun Christmas thing. And I don't know what is the top of my Christmas list for the New England Patriots going into uh, mm. this end of the season, into next season, with what exactly is needed. Because There's so many things that are wrong that it's hard to pick where to prioritize. I, I have zero clue, and everyone's going for the head at the top, but you, you, you've got to wonder what would have been like had Christian Gonzalez not gone out. Mm -hmm. He was looking very good for the first few games. Matthew Judon, who has always looked very good. Obviously, he has not finished a full season with us. And at 32 years old, he's in last year of his contract next year. But it's not guaranteed money. Do you right. walk away from that? Do you not walk away with that? Someone that I think has been a very good pickup for the uh, Patriots. But unfortunately, I don't see him staying here. I've been very impressed with Ezekiel Elliott. Yep. At, at 28 years old, he's, I mean, he's, he's our own back right now. Uh, well, there was, there, what is it? Uh, there's, I forget who the, 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 the now backup quarterback or running back who scored last week, Kevin, um, I, I forget, 
I should remember this because he just scored a touchdown last week, and I don't remember his name right now. Um, I was thinking Pierre Strong. It's going on a lot in the NFL right now. It's not your fault. Yeah, there are a lot of scrubs getting playing time. There's there's quite a bit, and it's uh, Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, is his career over with? Or, you know, is Devontae Parker? I know that um, we just re-signed him earlier this season. Kevin Harris. Kevin Harris. Thank you. I had the Kevin. Uh, I just Harris did not come to mind, and I could, didn't want to say Kevin Fall because you know guys, certainly wasn't right. him. Certainly wasn't him. As much as it was wonderful to see him over the years. Devontae Parker, if we uh-huh. trade him, we still have to pay th- $3 million. <laughs> I Exactly. Exactly. We still have to, have to pay $3 million of his contract. If we re- we have to just cut. There's, we're getting no value for anybody on this team that's not a defensive player. No way. Well, if we cut him, it's a loss of $6 million just off the books. That, that, wow. That's a huge amount of number for, uh, you know, yes, the salary cap is going up next year, but it's just a little ridiculous I mean, how, how much money could Al, be wasted if Aguilar could get a contract this offseason maybe somebody else will take him for like a bag of balls or a seventh round pick maybe or something and look how nelson is doing right now with mm-hmm. looking to win the uh the first round by with the baltimore ravens this year he's he's looked very good i i wouldn't say very good but i think lamar well, has made the team look very good when you have guys like uh rashad bateman and uh zay flowers around you and Odell. And Odell. I mean, Odell's... And Odell. Yeah, I didn't even remember him. Yeah. <laughs> but between him and Aguilar, they've definitely been... The veterans. Uh, they've looked like a, almost like a return to form. Not full form, but maybe Odell's like 50% of what he, what he once was. And Aguilar is now catching balls. So that's good. I know. Yeah. I'm... Meanwhile, Juju and Devontae, uh, I don't know how... They, I guess because Kadarius Tony is such a big story, but they don't get... Uh, enough criticism for not catching balls, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, Kadarius Tony is uh, is I hated. I I I don't know. Hate is the right word, but immediately very annoying for the Kansas City fan base right now. Yeah, causing a number of losses this season. And I mean, you can just read uh, Mahomes' lips on the sidelines, like what what the heck? You know, he doesn't use heck, but yeah, uh, it just how annoying if to be potentially winning these games and just off his hands or lining up offsides. It's all yep. sorts of things that, oh, it's a lot. So uh, what did you guys think about that whole offsides thing? Because, I mean, apparently they were offsides like six other times that game. It didn't get called. Yeah, it's there should have been a warning from the officials, but there was not. At the same time, we've seen it on the other side where they've lined up in the neutral zone in a mm-hmm. playoff game that helped the Patriots win back in 2018. So it's the part of the game. It's the rules. And as much as maybe it didn't get called before, and that was a big play, obviously, there was Tony scored on the touchdown on that one. But you still got to know where you're lining up. Look at the ball. Like, right. look at the – it's not that difficult. Yeah, pay attention to those details. Yep. I mean, I agree. at the same time, Jason Kelsey last week did a you know ridiculous attempt to get the ball closer to the end zone by, I don't know if you've seen this, but he got to the ball as a center, and instead of uh, repositioning himself where mm-hmm. the ball should be, he repositioned the ball. Okay. And it was uh, first and goal from the one, and or from the three, I want to say it was, and instead, uh, it was a penalty, and they never got a touchdown on that one. And that caused them. And, okay, and so the Eagles have lost three in a row now. Yeah, that was a big moment in the game. And 
it's apparently something that a lot of centers try to do and you know and the referee obviously there's a huge uh issue right lately that's been going on that um he got called for it he, he's he says he's got to be smarter than that it's a it's a smart it's a veteran move for right. sure that's a wily it's a move. very wily veteran move definitely but, I feel like I've seen him do that <clears throat> now that I think about it but yeah not this season I haven't watched any well except for like the the primetime games for Philly but yeah the uh started losing the the Eagles lately been you know losing bad to the 49ers 42 to 19 losing bad to the Cowboys 33 to 13 and then the really the cherry on top to lose on Monday Night Football to the Seattle Seahawks, which mm-hmm. was, imp- was impressive to watch at the end. I don't know if you were, because you could watch that game, but I don't know, you were home, yeah. so you might have been already asleep. DK Metcalf is an animal, though. I didn't, like, see the game. I saw the highlights, and I've seen him also run over a bunch of other people previous season, uh, games in the season. Yeah, five catches, 78 yards. He led the uh, the Eagles. Uh, Drew Locke, though. What? In the, like, mm-hmm. impressive to see. He's always good for one. Exactly. It's exactly, and uh, and and to see that uh, Kenneth Walker the third, who is questionable today right now, nineteen carries, uh, eighty six yards and a touchdown. Jalen Hurts only throwing for one hundred and forty three yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he ran for an- another eighty two and had two touchdowns on that. But it was weird to see Jalen just not doing so well. And a lot of the quarterbacks seem to be struggling. I mean, even the ones that aren't hurt right now and. I mean, I guess that's because a lot of their replacements are not starters. But I now we have seen Brock Purdy become the betting favorite for MVP. And the Brock Purdy thing is very interesting because we were talking about college. And uh, if you've seen the numbers here, it's uh, it's pretty scary that Brock Purdy, who's living in the most expensive area of the country, right, is making eight hundred and seventy thousand dollars. Yeah, he's essentially like lower middle class out there. He is up for the MVP candidate. He's making $870,000. Well, I hope he's doing advertisements. Arch Manning, who is not even playing for mm-hmm. Texas yet, is making $3.2 million Wow. Out of, in college. Wow. But Arch Manning will probably be, what was Brock? Seventh round pick? He was Mr. Irrelevant. He was yeah. the very last, yeah, seventh round pick. And for what he's been I don't able think to Arch do, Manning will be a Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> well, he's just got the name, but he's yeah. to know he's not even starting yet at Texas is uh, quite interesting. But for sure, it's a marketable um, name. It's, I'm from a uh, from royalty, essentially. Ba- in that world. Royalty of yeah. yeah, absolutely. And so to know he's making uh, quadruple the amount of money that Brock Purdy is doing in the NFL is scary to me. Yeah, and that and the, I don't even know what the income tax is out there, but oh, it's bad. I do know he's it still splitting bad. an apartment or something, or maybe yeah, he's got he's offensive lineman. Him, the two of them together live. To, I mean, mm-hmm. what can he do? Is oh, it's his offensive lineman. Yeah, I thought it was just some like friend of his. Well, yeah, that's I, actually good for like uh, it gets them both. Yeah, you know? gets them both to practice on time. It <laughs> gets them to games, and uh, glad they get along well because obviously you spend so much time together on the field that. Now you're at home and you're like, crap, hey, can you get some milk? <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know how that works, but. They probably have their own fridges and stuff like that, I would imagine. Or if it was like how my roommates were doing it, we just basically got our own of everything. Okay. Yeah. But 
anyways yeah brock purdy uh may actually win mvp which i've always been a proponent of brock purdy for saying he's better than he gets credit for um but i mean it was dak for a while i think earlier in the season hertz was up there too i'm not sure if he was ever the favorite um and you just i love, think with the way that they see mr irrelevant proven wrong as they started 10 and 0 it's kind of a big thing for the eagles to now all of a sudden drop three in a row yeah and 10 and i mean 10 and 4 is still a great record Excuse me, I guess they started 9 no because they've only won one of their last four. And so that's a wild thing to see that they've been uh, just really falling behind. Oh, I'm, I'm wrong. They started 5-0, and but so they were 10-1 and at one point. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. Because they've lost, let's see, to the Jets, to the and then the 49ers, Cowboys, and Seahawks are all obviously in playoff contention. But it's... The, Anthony said it pretty well last week that we we try our best to pick these games and it's just un it's so wild to see how all of a sudden things change and a team that he thought was terrible can look good the next week. So that's yep. why tonight's Patriots Broncos game is this a trap game? For, is are is Denver really in trouble? I, there's so many things that I have a hope for in this evening. A team like the Raiders can look entirely dead. And defeated, and then put up uh, what was it, sixty-five points? Sixty-three, 63 points against the Chargers. after scoring zero. Like an end a man's career. After scoring zero, losing three to nothing the week before, and then all of a sudden put up forty-two in the first half was absolutely wild to me. And <laughs> it's got it, and that, that's probably why they ultimately fired Staley because it was the Raiders that did that to them. They are, just fired their coach. Are the Raiders going to? be done with Jimmy Garoppolo at this point. Mr. Fragile. Or yeah. Fragile. He he does he does have issues with health. Uh yeah, I don't know. I mean he probably still is a decent backup, but not at the contract that he signed. So it's a good question. I don't so, know where he would go otherwise. So there's four teams in the AFC that are eliminated from the playoffs right now. New England Patriots, New York Jets Tennessee Titans and the Los Angeles Chargers. The Raiders sitting at six and eight actually still have a chance to get into the playoffs. Time's running low, but they they still have uh, a little bit of a chance. In the uh, NFC, there's only three teams: the Arizona Cardinals, the Carolina Panthers, and the Washington Commanders. The Chicago Bears have. A very slim chance at five and nine, but they actually have mathematically not been eliminated yet to get into the playoffs. So the Bears, <laughs> we'll see. I think they obviously want two top five draft picks uh, between the Panthers and their own. So we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, I don't think anyone um, just looking in the AFC expected the Browns to be right there behind the Ravens. Nine and five. Yeah. Nine and, and five. Eight and seven now. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> the uh, issue the Browns have seven and one at home, two and four on the road. Mm -hmm. That's that's not very good. That if you can't win on the road, and especially you're not winning the division as the uh, the Ravens have already clinched that. Well, they've done it twice. That's true. That's true. <laughs> or maybe they they've clinched a playoff spot. They haven't clinched the division yet. They but they're they're pretty darn good. Who do the Ravens play? I mean, they'll probably beat them. Uh, well, the 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 Niners, Ravens, Niners tomorrow. That's interesting. Yes, I. Then the Dolphins. Oh yeah, that's Steelers. huge. Game. I mean, Merry Christmas. We get to watch. Is there two games tomorrow? Just one. Um, I, I, I don't know if you have that the schedule right now. 
Let me get back. I think there's one today. Uh, for tomorrow. Or tomorrow, yeah. There's three. Three? There's, Why did I only see one today? There's the morning. Raiders and the and the Chiefs at one. Mm -hmm. There's the Giants oh, and the Eagles. My favorites. The Giants and Eagles at 4:30, and then the Ravens and the 49ers. A rematch of Super Bowl 40. Oh man, six. I want to say tomorrow for the Eagles game. Yeah, I'm probably not going to be able to watch any of these. Oh no, I'll be busy with family and stuff. Let's see. They'll have a TV okay. on, but also, but also you get the Celtics on. on that Eagles game. Yeah, so uh, I, we got to go off obviously into some other sports news, and uh, the Boston Celtics have still looked very good. Who will be playing on the Christmas Day? Unbelievable. The Christmas Day game at 5 p.m. versus the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm. A 145 to 108 victory over the Clippers the other night. And then the game before that, 144 to 119. But the loss to the Warriors was pretty bad because they were up 18 at one point. And then instead, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson pretended like it was 2015 and came back and beat the Celtics <laughs> a couple weeks before that. Hate but, when they do that. Uh, a 22 and six record, still undefeated at home this season, and this is a, a going to be a great Christmas Day game. The team is averaging 119 points per game. That's insane. Th that's a lot of Second points. 140 point game in regulation in this week. Yeah. Wow. And Porzingis didn't play in the last game either. That's why this is incredible to see. That they uh, they get to spend four days in California in the sunny weather and not that it's so bad here it's just uh same time you're you're playing in the same arena you can stay at the same hotel it's kind of like a nice Christmas thing going on over there and I, I the Lakers who obviously are putting up a banner because they won the in season tournament <laughs> to me is just laughing uh, to know that that you're considering that at your championship for the year. I think that the Larry O'Brien trophy at the end of the year is more important, but did you watch, did you pay attention? Well, yeah, you're right, but what What are they just supposed to not celebrate it? <laughs> what do you mean? You, you celebrate another $500,000. It is a Mickey Mouse trophy, but obviously you have to celebrate it if you want it. I, I agree, but it's just, it's just the, we're, we're going to call it the LeBron James. Uh, it's, an, it's just an LA trophy, just like, <laughs> you know, they love Mickey Mouse trophies out there. Yeah, anything, you know, it's it's all showbiz, baby. You got to draw attention to yourself. But oh, boy. That's the truth. A banner, though? Like, I don't know, maybe put up, like, uh, something, like, in the hallway or something. I don't know, like, figure something out. But a banner seems a little excessive. That's what they do. I don't, I would, would be interesting. I don't know what it's, obviously, we're on the wrong side of things. Uh, so I can't really say what it'd be like, but... Uh, hoping that Jason Tatum is really okay. I know that he tweaked his ankle again versus the Clippers. And uh, obviously he was able to do the stat sheet. Doesn't look like he was really that uh, that in pain, but it was taped up considerably. And hopefully the past few days, uh, the swelling has gone down. Because I, I don't know when last time you guys rolled an ankle was, but it doesn't always feel very nice, especially well, a couple months ago. Just got over it. Not fun. It takes so much longer to come back from something like that now. I used to like it, it might have been the worst the injury I've ever had in my life. Like it was so bad. Like just wow. obviously just compared to everything else, never broken a bone, whatever. So lucky. 
Twisting, twisting my ankle might have been the worst, like, day-to-day -day pain I've ever had. Yeah, maybe you actually did something to it. Like, Yeah, I'm going to try not to think about that because I can walk on it again. So, <laughs> There you go. We'll see, we'll see what happens next uh, golf and softball season. If I collapse by April or... If I'll be, if I'll be good. Yeah, maybe you should like uh, do a couple of physical therapy sessions or something. Just check, check that mobility. Yeah, get my money that way. I got YouTube. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> That's fine. Squat University. Uh, Celtics, though, as much as they're doing very well with, uh, they um, still have some things to to work out. Obviously, I think that Missoula has been doing a good job of trying to balance starters and getting some players some time. And the Porzingis thing is definitely kind of uh, worrying that hopefully, you know, everything's fine. But to see Jason Tatum putting up 30 points, 30 points per game is, is pretty awesome so far in the season. Yeah. They're, uh, they've been a lot of fun to watch. And it's it's also been awesome to see, like, all these guys, again, coming off. Nobody, everybody kind of has their own role. Um Guys, you wouldn't expect to be coming off the bench making a name for themselves have been have been playing well. You know what I mean? Obviously, Derek White is now like you know potentially an All Star this year on a team where he's you know going into the season he was like the fourth or fifth ranked person in the lineup. You know what I mean? Sam Hauser's been nuts off the bench. He's I don't know who this uh, this new guy is, Nemius Keta. Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I'm, I'm keep it going. <laughs> exactly, keep it's, it going. Not to mention, that? did you see uh, we had a we had a double fire name alert this week? Mm. I didn't want to alarm you guys, um, but in the basketball world, the double fire name alert: the Celtics uh, front court of Al Horford and Nemes Keta mm. is now being labeled as Al Qaeda. <laughs> oh <laughs> no! Come on. And then the other one that I heard this week was that they were calling Cooper Flag. His nickname is the main event, and I lost <laughs> it. That's incredible. <laughs> that Al Qaeda is pretty amazing. Wow, <laughs> he's from Portugal. Nemius Keta, and and Horford's what? from I believe I want to say the Dominican Republic. Weird. I didn't know we had Portuguese basketball players anywhere in the world. I thought that was, they all just played football. Obviously, the the sports growing all around as you can look around the league, and every team has someone certainly from a uh, a, a different country. So the the game of basketball has certainly evolved a lot in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. And um, there's got to be more European players in the league than there ever has been. Yeah, I, I but but what Ginobili and the uh, Gasol brothers have yeah. been able to do. Uh, <clears throat> is is incredible. It's not just hockey or or soccer. It's uh there's other things obviously going on in uh, in Europe that basketball is the, is the Antetokounmpo's. Yes. Great. Yeah, we got I know coming uh th coming up in this draft there's uh quite a few players that are in the top like few picks that are um Alexander Sars from Perth. Mm, yeah, 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 Australia. Mm. Wow. Zachary Rasher, there's—I'm not going to try and pronounce these names—but there's four guys <laughs> in like the top ten who are international prospects. 
Obviously, on the other end of things, it's very difficult to watch the Detroit Pistons, who last night, the Detroit Pistons have tied the NBA record for the most consecutive losses. They have oh, no. now lost 26 straight games. They are in the same spot as the 76ers lost 28 straight games in the 2014-15 season into the 2015-2016 season. I forget that the, the 76ers are so bad just a number of years ago. Uh, and now just to know that the Pistons are are climbing the ladder to possibly uh, NBA mortality. And <laughs> I don't know what more to say. It's just unbelievable that the... Uh, climbing down the ladder. I guess you're still climbing a ladder, but down the ladder. Definitely. It's incredible to see for a single season they've tied the record, but obviously if they have two more losses, they will tie the official record because the 76ers lost the first two games into the next season. So mm -hmm. uh, Mikael Bridges is still 29 points, um, but that was for the Nets and not the... Uh, Cade Cunningham, I thought looked very good. I think the Pistons beat the Celtics last year. And now to, to see this uh, is is pretty uh, pretty rough to to know that they have a chance to really um, break a record that this early in the season too. You know, was it a Celtics rest game? Like, you know, like I, you I think it was. Your starters, they uh, two and twenty seven under on the season for the Pistons, so they have at least won two games. Yeah, but. It's been a long time since they've gotten a victory, obviously. It's been a whole entire month. And the next few games for them will really decide the, the if they will get this record. Obviously, they are right now are saying, okay, we got probably the number one draft pick. But for a, an area of Detroit that's already pretty tough, the, they have to face the Nets again the day mm -hmm. after Christmas. And I don't know. At least they have the Red Wings. They, they do. The Red I mean... And and you got to remember the Lions are actually looking really good this year. And the Lions, yep, forgot about them. Is that all that they have? Tigers. Are, Tigers. Oh yeah, that's all they have. <laughs> they actually have. Damn, yeah, I. You you never really think of Detroit as as a sports city. Just everyone associates it with the decline of the auto industry, but they actually do have and, and, some, some very M &M. like average. I don't know. Teams. I think about it as as a pretty solid sports town. Well. I haven't no. spent too much time. Oh there. my goodness. The Celtics could break the record. They are playing, obviously, the Nets on Tuesday, and then they come to Boston here on Thursday. So we will see the Detroit Pistons here uh, in Boston to possibly break this record if the Nets don't awesome. can have it continue going on. Tickets for the Celtics and the Detroit Pistons. Remember, whatever they've lost 26 straight games. Are still going for $118. Yeah, it's the Celtics. And you get to witness history. But then you got the Utah Jazz that have tickets for $11. Kind well, of people are poor in Utah. <sighs> well, I guess not Salt Lake City. But... Not Salt Lake City. For, yeah. for sure, not Salt Lake City. But that's us. Uh, They're too busy skiing <laughs> to pay attention to NBA. <laughs> I mean, driving around that lake is absolutely gorgeous. So it's. Yeah. Is really impressive to see, but I work with some people out of Salt Lake. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah. Some of my business partners. Um, Washington Wizards are terrible as well. That's fun. Yeah. That's, that, there's just 
we've gotten really lucky where because uh, the capitals are trash right now too as capitals are moving too did you hear that oh yeah that's right to virginia my my, my dc friends are pretty bummed that sucks it, it is certainly a tough thing when you you know now you're going to only have one team in the downtown district area and that is the nationals yeah, we were talking about it though, and one of the things that I was I was telling him I was like, yeah, I feel like though in a couple of years the the whatever the Washington football team will be named by then will probably move closer to the city. Hopefully, you know, they don't, there's not a lot of real estate down there as the issue. Well, maybe it's more. I, mean, I feel like if they're so. trying to rebrand and make it into like a, one of those like little mini city things, like every other new stadium does, then that's where you got to kind of do it. Right, like build up the neighborhood around this, around the uh, yeah. stadium in a way. Yeah. Um, I mean, when we're when... also they're billionaires. If they want to make the land over there, they will make the land over there. Oh jeez. That... No, that no pun intended by saying land over. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, oh boy, I don't know if this is what he was trying for, but it worked out pretty darn well. <laughs> they should put a football stadium like in the Pentagon, in the middle. It'd be sweet. Obviously, that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, I know, but <laughs> uh, build it on top of it. Yeah, right. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, Cincinnati, I wish they had uh, like a professional basketball team, but the college basketball is, is pretty big out there between UC and uh, UK. So, I mean, at least we got we got the Bengals, we got the Reds. Great American Ballpark is right across from my apartment, across from the yeah. river. There's an ECHL team in oh, Cincinnati okay. which actually gets pretty good crowds. Their parking lot's usually full. Um, I believe they're associated with the Hurricanes because they're called the Cyclones. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would say so, too. They get more love than the Monarchs ever did as an ECHL. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I, news out of uh, the Chiefs. I guess apparently, Kadarius Tony is not playing. He's out for tomorrow's game versus hmm. the Raiders. Healthy scratch? I it also... They said it's the groin, but... Uh... Yeah, might have, might have been an addition by subtraction play. And, and Jarek McKinnon is out as well for uh, yeah, that game. This, so. this playoffs, or like this part, part of the season right now is insane. I can't believe the people I have to leave out of my lineup for these playoff games right now. Hmm. I just look, so there, there's somebody else that uh, was just, uh, who was it? Somebody else just got pulled out. Well, Hunter Henry is not playing today. Michael Pittman. Oh, Michael, Michael Pittman. Pittman. Out. So now I have a team going into the playoffs, right? And like in this playoff game where I have to sit Jamar Chase and Michael Pittman Jr. <laughs> in a playoff game. Oh, that's just not even fair. Like every, every team that I have the perfect setup of players on to win, none of them can play. I don't get it. Uh there's been a ton of injuries this year. I don't have the stats to back it up, nuts. but it's been. It seems like it's getting worse. Ryan Tannehill will be replacing Will Levis today for the really stumbling Tex Tennessee Titans. So you're gonna see a uh, well. Certainly, I think what Ryan Tannehill's definitely not doing as well as he formerly did, and uh, at the same time, the Tennessee Titans aren't looking very good. Uh, yeah, and Derrick Henry maybe. Maybe done. Yeah. At least his days of dominance. Maybe his done. days of dominance. I could agree with that. But well, uh, I, it'll all depend on where he goes. Yeah, it's true. His contract is up, and he's going to be a free agent. So is he going to go somewhere and be a premier back, or is he going to be, you know, uh, DeAndre Swift's backup in uh, 
Philadelphia, or is he going to yeah. be like, I don't know, something other, something else terrifying like that? The tush push uh, specialist. That's all. His only job oh is to push God. Jalen Hurts in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of a teams that are stumbling, a team that I've obviously oh, been very disappointed with is the the Boston Bruins. They've lost four in a row now. Dude, yeah. As soon as I come home and I'm able to watch them, they just like get blown out three straight games. <laughs> and they've lost five of their last six as well. So things are not looking so good down on Causeway yeah. Street. They didn't but, get blown out last night. I apologize, but. But yeah. yet, on the other hand, they're still in first place in the Atlantic Division by four points. For that's now. How, that's how much of a lead that they were able to get. Yeah. But the Minnesota Wild able to get a 3-2 victory. And then the night before, yes, up in Winnipeg, the, the Jets just absolutely uh, jet-washed us with a 5-1 win. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I had to quickly come up with a, some sort of jet tone. Um, they Winnipeg'd us. They Winnipeg. Oh, that's good. <laughs> nice. That's very good. Nice. It's uh, certainly a, a tough, tough thing. I, I thought that they were going to figure something out. but uh, And to have Zaka and McAvoy return from injuries, I yep. thought that things were going to be uh, really good. Um, but I guess growing pains in some ways. So the, you know, some, some players I've really enjoyed. I think that... Uh, Geeky has been way better than I expected him to be. For sure. But I, I'm not There's sure. There's been some people stepping up, but the absence of Bergeron is is certainly noted. You know, David Pasternak is is, is still playing great hockey. Redford's playing pretty, pretty and well. I, I've been, just his growth in the past three years that we've been able to watch. If, I thought he's just been a scrapper, Sean Thornton fourth liner for the whole entire time, but instead he's been able to, uh, to really prove himself in the the um center position here and 25 years old we're gonna have him for some time for sure i'm trying to figure out or pull up the actual to point totals but i i do know coil has been playing pretty well he's on my fantasy team okay um jake debrusque though has been he started off actually pretty good and it's just, just doing his jake debrusque thing i gotcha you know it's never ending with this guy. <laughs> it, it, one one minute he's hot, the next minute he's colder than the ice they're skating on. Yeah, that was yeah. just pretty cold. It's pretty cold. Um, I mean, it, it, the people who you expected to be contributing are definitely contributing. James Van Riemsdyk, I did, I'm, he's doing better than I thought he would. Love to see that out of the Wildcat. Um, McAvoy, he's been getting a lot of like kind of questionable penalty, like why, like. It seems like he's playing a little more reckless this year, or maybe it's just because he's trying to uh, step up and be kind of like the engine. But he got the A on the sweater, he, and instead he, he's and then didn't he get suspended for a he hit? Did to, he yeah. hit some guy in the head? Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, figure stuff out there, buddy. But Lindholm has absolutely disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. So that's concerning. It feels like this team isn't gonna really go anywhere, and yet they're still contending so it just makes me worry about are we are we gonna be just a middling team for however many years right now because i don't think pasternak is enough to like you need you need some star power on the other lines it's other it's, than pasternak. it's impressive to see that there's you look at how stacked the leafs are right now the uh the leafs are are very good, but yet they're five and five, two and three in their last ten games. Mm -hmm. 
while the Bruins obviously are 4-3-3. Three, and three. The Lightning are coming back into, like, they were trending down for a while. Now they've won seven of their last ten. Which the Panthers are hanging around, too. Red Wings got Patrick Kane. Which, really, they haven't looked all that good with him. Yeah, I think that's just growing pains, trying to, like, because a player like that is going to change your offense. It's that's it's going to change your strategy. At the same time, in the uh, the Western Conference, which I don't really get to pay attention to too much from the uh, it's, in, it's been a while since the Vancouver Canucks have been the top team in all of hockey, and they have uh, 49 points, have are seven one and two in their last ten, and uh, things are happier for a little bit until they riot up there in uh, British Columbia. Yeah, you know uh, anything can set those guys off. Anything there. can. And the Vegas Golden Knights, Something obviously. Water. Uh, <laughs> orcas. Uh, orcas. <laughs> the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, Super Bowl, or Super Bowl, Stanley Cup ch- champions are 47 points in second place in all of hockey right now. Uh, along with surprise going on with the New York Rangers. They, I, yep. At the same time, 47 points. So. Hockey is certainly uh, here and uh, hoping that the Bruins can really get things squared away because it's been uh, odd to go a whole entire week without having to talk about a, a victory. Yeah. And uh, they, even though they had some chances, it just seems like they, they fall behind and it's a lot of catch-up and they're just not a, not able to do that. So. At least they're not the Columbus Blue Jackets, which is the main team I, I get to watch out in uh, in Cincinnati. I also get the Predators games for some reason, which is weird. Well, how, how far do you know I... Nashville is six hours like, away. It might be like four. Four. Okay. Yeah, it's not that far. But and yeah, the Blue Jackets in particular, they have some promise, I guess you'd say, in some of their talented players like Adam Fantilli, um, and then they have this Chinakov guy who's a recent oh, draft pick. Oh my god! And Fantilli's a a Boston guy. He's actually he's like a Bruins fan and stuff. Where he is, uh, well, probably was now that he's playing in, in Columbus, but. Uh, oh my goodness! Other than Merzlikens, they don't have much else as far as the future. Infantilly. I just watched the video of San Antonio Spurs's Victor Weminyama, uh injuring his ankle last night. Oh, he stepped on the ball boy. Oh, it was on pregame warmups, and he uh, was watching the ball go in. wasn't really looking, and he stepped on the ball boy during pregame warmups. And he was scratched from the game because of his ankle from that. It's a Christmas disaster, dude. Oh, he can't go down. Seven foot four. He had the ankle retaped, but the Spurs decided to sit him after further evaluation. If it was a playoff game, I probably would have played him. Said Popovich, he's not happy about it, but I'd rather err on the on the conservative side since it's the same ankle that you just had a time limitation on. And you guys are in last place. And that's the other thing too. <laughs> he's he obviously is been unreal to see what his skill level is mm-hmm. as uh but at the same time it's that ball boy oh boy what are you doing you're hurting was it the ball boy's fault was he in the uh, spot where he shouldn't be i think he could have backed up i think if yeah. you're seeing someone uh but they were all looking up at the ball to see if it was going in or not and obviously victor's uh his ability to walk and how long his legs are a, the ball boy just didn't know what to do. So, oh, no, some alien DNA. Yama. There's something going. I mean, whatever. I don't know if he has a piece of Andre the 
you know, Andre the Giant in him because he <laughs> is a very tall man. Uh, obviously, Andre had uh, the giantism that he never got taken care of. That's why he grew so big. Victor is uh, only going to grow, hopefully, some muscle because that's where I think that he needs most. Uh, yeah, so we have hit the top of the hour. I do have to take a quick commercial break, not commercial break, but a quick ID break here. You're listening to Off The Mark Sports here on 95.3 WMNH. You are listening to WMNHLP, Manchester's radio, broadcasting at 95.3 megahertz frequency modulation from the top of 1000 Elm Street. Our studios are located at 1045 Elm Street and licensed to Manchester Public Television Service in Manchester, New Hampshire, USA. Contact us by email at WMNH953 at gmail.com or through our website at WMNHradio.org. Hour number two here of Off The Mark Sports. Glad to be back in the studio here with the one and only Cam Ranch Montaigne. And so Scranton, Scranton, New Jersey, or Scranton, Pennsylvania really wasn't uh, that fun of a town, huh? Um, I think it was fun uh, if you don't mind it just being kind of, I'd say, like a blue collar, kind of like a tougher uh vibe to it you really like dive bars if you like dive bars bowling alleys and pizza by alfredo it's the place for you okay not that exciting i had fun okay yeah but there you, the, no office no i well there was um i think it's washington it's either washington avenue or washington street uh that's in the intro to the office so i saw that and then like the clock tower building okay. so that was cool yeah but no, like, I feel like they should have, like, an office store just buying anything right. from the office. That's just my... Th yeah. I wonder, they probably, I, I wonder if maybe they got sick of all the office stuff, I, like, while it was still on, and then after it blew up again on Netflix. Huge on Netflix. But, I, I mean, there are, like, like a lot of the restaurants that get referenced. I guess we need a, a show in Manchester, New Hampshire. Very, very tired at this point. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they they actually probably dislike a lot of those. Uh, uh, yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. Now, why why was Scranton just a kind of nice halfway spot for you? Or it's a little more than halfway. It's like ten hours from from Newport, Kentucky, and so now I'm thinking I might do Pittsburgh on the way back. That's okay. About ten hours from here, mm. and then the next day is only four or five. Probably it's yeah, it's more like four hours. I get it. I yeah. you know. I I had I stopped in uh what Erie, Pennsylvania when oh, I yeah. when I did that that way across mm -hmm. and man they get some I could not believe the uh, snow squalls they get from the lake in right. Erie that was incredible to see I've not never too far from Buffalo I don't I don't think I've ever seen flakes that big uh, oh really I haven't really been to Colorado very much to see the type of snow they get but this uh, the you go inside to the store at a gas station to go quickly get something. And then your car, my car was already coated with the snow. I just couldn't Dang. believe how fast it was coming down. That lake effect snow is, is certainly uh, something to to not take a, for granted. So that's why I give- A little more intense than the snow from like Winnipesaukee. It's a little bit, it's a little bit bigger than Winnie. <laughs> for sure. And uh, obviously not really a white Christmas this year. It's like a freshwater sea. It's a, yes. 
it is fresh for sure. Uh, and now, you know, no snow this year. You really haven't had any snow down there as well, Cam, I'm going to assume. Is Apparently, uh, northern Kentucky and Cincinnati did get some snow while I was, uh, of course, I think like on Monday when we were getting rain. <laughs> but uh, I'm not sure if it's sticking around. It was They said it was like half an inch. Wow. So, Any sort of uh, Christmas wishes for any of the Boston sports teams for either one of you? Oh, I got a segue for this. Beautiful. I would love it. Why don't Why don't we talk about how there's also nothing going on in another part of Massachusetts, say on Yaki Way? Oh, that's what I thought you were going to say. Jersey Street is formerly yeah, the no, new whatever. the name whatever the now. Whatever you want to call it. Either way, I'm sick of whatever's on that street. <laughs> that rundown I, I neighborhood. Cannot, I cannot get over how infuriating this offseason has been. Between the Dodgers going out and getting Yamamoto, obviously, the other night. Yep, that was um, a very, I mean, to know they've spent a billion dollars on two players. And <clears throat> Yamamoto's the contract. The most hilarious part about it, though, and what I keep noticing, is that the Red Sox are very uh, much always in the news after, like, it happened after the Otani signing, it happened after the Yamamoto signing, where there will be a Red Sox notification about some guy nobody's ever heard of getting signed to a minor league deal almost immediately after. We got uh, Chris Well after Otani, and then we got this catcher, you know, our eighth catcher in the system uh, after <laughs> Yamamoto got sign so like, We're yeah i love when you see all these teams going out there and you see the royals spending money on guys and the cardinals built an entire starting rotation this offseason already and we are uh the interest kings are back and all we're doing is showing interest in james paxton mm, so no no no, that, no that's what's gonna get us over the hump next year that's what we need if i have to, if i have to look at another tweet talking about how the red Sox are interested in jordan montgomery or if you think I care to hear that Teoscar Hernandez is going to play left field next year, like that—that that would be a move I would make in like February if there's nobody left. Like it is unbelievable. <clears throat> well, Yamamoto, twelve-year, three hundred and twenty-five million dollar deal, and this is not uh, you know pushed away like you saw with Otani's. He is going to be getting. A $50 million signing bonus, uh, and none of it will be deferred. So he will be getting a good amount of money each year. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I, no, I mean, what, what's scary for me about this is he's getting so much guaranteed money, and it's $1 million more than Garrett Cole, who has proven himself in the MLB and is rightfully kind of deserves this money. But now you're going to go with a pitcher that. Yeah, has looked good in the World Baseball Classic, but can he do this every single five, every five days against the best players in the world? Yeah, and I do wonder if maybe that was part of the plan to like when maybe they told Otani, like, we'll do it like this with you and, and do it this way so we can get your bud. But he has. Yeah, I mean, they've guaranteed almost, they've still even in the, but without even signing Otani, guaranteed, uh, almost half a billion dollars just on two pitchers. Yeah. Right. So it's like, I, I mean, I'm going to be curious to see where, where they go with, uh, getting more help in the lineup. That's the only thing <laughs> I'm trying to figure out with the, uh, with the Dodgers that that's where like, you know, they're building back a rotation of arms because they basically lost most of their rotation to either just being old 
uh, domestic violence or um, Dustin May uh, consistently having a bad elbow. You know what I mean? So it's not like, you know, they finally took an L here where they, they didn't actually get anything back for um, any of these pitchers that they kind of lost. I'm sure uh, Clayton Kershaw will come back by like halfway through the season. I mean, he's still ripped off like a a, a sub three year, sub like might have been sub two five ERA last year. So, you know, if he can still if he can still do that while still being, you know, a little bit a little bit long in the tooth, um, I feel like they're going to be. They're probably going to be fine. It's just gonna, I don't I, I don't know what else is out there for them for like infielders and outfielders. Um, so I don't know. I guess it's not like the the I think the the Diamondbacks are still in a better spot at least for next season than the Dodgers are. They and they went out this week and they re-signed Lourdes Gurriel Jr., which was another guy that the Red Sox were interested in <laughs> uh, right. for three years, forty-two million dollars with a club option for year four. So. I mean, they went out this offseason. Like, the NL West is going to be fun in the sense that, like, the Diamondbacks are still going to be hot. The Padres the Padres are going to be one of those teams where they're going to sell off a lot of pieces this offseason, but it will probably make them more competitive next year. You know what I mean? It'll be one of those things where it'll be like, oh, you know, we didn't think after they got rid of Juan Soto that they'd be in the plus call. You know what I mean? That's probably what's going to happen there. And then, I mean, the Diamondbacks being able to maintain – Pretty much most of their players from last season. You get a an, another year of experience under Corbin Carroll's belt and Alec Thomas and all these other young studs. And they go out and they trade for Eugenio Suarez this offseason. So you're putting another anywhere from a min-max of like a 20 to 35 home runs at third base. Maybe he could DH too, and you want to give somebody else, or you know, if they if they don't end up bringing like there, there's your Evan Longoria replacement. So mm. like Evan Longoria was a pretty solid player for them last year. He was the starting, he was a starting third baseman. You know, the bat's not 2008, um, Evan Longoria, but now to replace that with a guy who mashes and plays everyday third base and was like really good with the Mariners and the uh, Reds for a long time. So, I mean, between that, getting Gurriel Jr. back, and then, again, still having that young farm system, you got the pitchers that are still coming up. They could still make a move. And then they sided Eduardo Rodriguez. So you've now put two huge power bats back in your lineup, and you've gone out and you signed, you signed you know, one of the hotter pitchers last year. Who knows if he'll if he'll do it again. But, you know, that's that's got to scare the hell out of the Dodgers. Like, they're, they're, a, full, they're a full, complete team, and they're younger. Mm. And they don't cost as much. So, you know, they might not make the big move this offseason, but next offseason they could sign a, you know, they could sign a premier uh, free agent pitcher or something like that to, again, to just add another. Or again, they have all these young guys. They could make a move at the deadline this year to bring in like a a big, big name player, you know? So, um, and then uh, the other part that's been kind of bothering me lately is the, the Padres just keep doing their thing with signing international players, and it's driving me nuts. Because, again, the Red Sox, being in the position they're in, when you see a guy like Yuki Matsui, who has been playing in the NPB for 10 years and has a career 2.4 ERA in 236 saves, and he signs for a uh, five-year, like, $52 million, and you're telling me you couldn't have spent $52 million to get that in your, your like, your bullpen? Are you kidding me? Yeah. He's like, one of, he's, like, one of the better closers ever in Japan. Maybe not ever, but, like, at least in the last, like, you know, this generation of players. 
Like his baseball reference is insane. 236 saves. He he's been averaging like 30 saves, 40 saves when he's like on his, you know, when he's doing closing role for the whole season. And you didn't have any room for that in your in your bullpen because our bullpen is so rock solid right now that we couldn't have used. And he's like 27 too, so five years. That's gonna take that. You know, that 27 to like 33 is like the most like prime bullpen arm years i feel like you know what i mean you don't you don't hear a lot of yeah. like 22 year old guys in the bullpen no it's very, very... so well, again where what am i missing here where like that wouldn't have been helpful for you well i don't know if you've been following this drama speaking of someone that has had uh 40 saves in a season uh and that is uh jonathan pababon who uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if you followed this. He, oh, yeah. uh, Alex Verdugo said some choice things about the the Red Sox with uh, the Yankees and how he's already clean shaven and stuff like that. And uh, Jonathan Pavelbon came back and uh, was rightfully really angry and uh, spoke on the radio the other day about uh, Alex Verdugo. So here's what uh, Jonathan Pavelbon had to say because this was uh, pretty pretty wild to hear. Alex is not a Mike Trout and Otani. He's not he's not a, a premium player. That's why we got rid of him. You know, if he was a premium player and could actually affect a ball game in a good positive way, you don't think we would have kept him and worked through some you know, look what we did with Manny all those years. I mean, you have so that's the thing is is like keep your dang mouth shut. You're not really even that good. So why are you even like rehab like you know, that doesn't make sense to me. To me, I I would expect him to be a little bit better to go off and start saying this about a former head coach. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I kind of agree with him on that. To, to go after your coach when you were the one that was lazy, didn't show up to practice all the time, yeah. on time. And to, to be fair, going into that argument and saying, like, yeah, if he was good, we wouldn't have got rid of him, even though, do you remember why we have Alex Verdugo in the first place? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a very, very points of uh how we got alex verdugo and now where we're at now with uh with things so you know the yankees do you know do you know at this point the yankees have jeter downs and alex verdugo no they're both oh so my goodness essentially the red sox traded mookie Betts to the dodgers for two years of alex verdugo and the yankees got all the players back <laughs> yeah yeah. So just when you think that the Mookie Betts trade isn't is like over and can't can't hit you in the face any harder, there you go. Well, hopefully the new ownership can prove a little bit more competent. And <sighs> also, I mean, butterfly years. effect. If the Red Sox don't, uh, you know, do stupid things and do things that allow you to trade um, Mookie Betts to the Dodgers, do they get Otani? Do they have any reason to go after Otani? Does Otani have any interest in going to the Dodgers if that doesn't happen? That's a good point. Uh, another team that's uh, kind of like a, a, a bit of head scratching, the New York Mets, who were just hit with the $101 million luxury tax Oof. for a fourth place finish. That's right. Their payroll is $374 million, and they or finished 75 and 87 on the season. And we're just fined a record $101 million luxury tax. That wow. is a lot to take in. Uh, apparently, uh, Mets owner Steve Cohen doesn't really doesn't bother him. 
must be nice. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, come on. This is um, the previous high uh, for uh, a salary was the Dodgers with $291 million. Obviously, the Dodgers, I, I, they've become the Yankees to me with just buying all these players. And yeah, they players. are, but they're not like scary, though. <laughs> That's I mean that's where I'm at. But uh, the Mets uh, had Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, David Robertson, and Mark Hanna, and their projected payroll on June 30th was 384 million dollars, according to MLB, and that's uh, just yeah. We'll see what the Mets can do. At least they have the Islanders and Rangers that are doing well down there in New York. Because uh, who knows what's going to happen with the uh, the Yankees and the uh, the Mets this coming up season? Uh, yeah, not a lot. Obviously, mm. there's still some things going on, but a lot of a uh, lot of things going on for other teams and just not the Red Sox. So um, something we'll have to deal with. It's and quite disappointing. It kind of is. Yeah, yeah. It, it's hard to get excited for the next season. Like our biggest offseason acquisition was Craig Breslow. And that's our GM. Oh, look out. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, am I wrong, Anthony? Um, Jason Federson, good morning to you and Merry Christmas. Yeah, I hope you are. We haven't, we haven't done anything yet. Yeah. It's, it's just really hard to be like, yay. Reds, I mean, I saw the other day <laughs> that it's 100 days till opening day for the Fisher Cats. I was excited about that. I did like nice. that post. But at the same time, it's, uh, uh, it's, Thankfully, we we have football still for another few more weeks, and uh, then right. it's going to get kind of tough here. So, uh, Anthony, it's almost that time, though. I will uh, cue up the music and get things going uh, as we got to get our picks in for week number 15 of this season. And uh, it's, uh, I, it's tougher with these Thursday games, Saturday games, Monday games. I, I definitely have I, – I forgot the, about the – the Bengals and the Steelers last night. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan of Saturday games either. Okay, because I definitely it affected me last week. Thankfully, I was able to. Um, I didn't know Olave wasn't playing, and I could have played um, Ty Chandler, but I didn't mm. realize he played on the Saturday game instead, and he put up 20 points, and I was able to pick up um, a schlub off the bench, and he got me 1.6 points. Um, so it's things like that where I can't get myself prepared if I don't pay attention enough. And that's on me, I guess. Obviously, there were Saturday games, and they, they were on the schedule. I could have looked at the schedule. But, um, yeah, we are in it to win it here either way and uh, get our picks going, Anthony. So if we, if you want to go ahead, I will, I'm will. i ready to hear it. All right. Obviously, we had two Saturday games we went over, and now we have a number of Actually, it's week 16. Yeah. I was wrong. It's week, week 16. 16. So, starting out with 1 o'clock, the Lions and the Vikings. A little division matchup here. In Minnesota. So, in a dome. I don't even know who's starting for quarterback for the Vikings. I'll be completely honest. Uh, Nick Mullins, I believe. Nick Mullins. Okay. So, so the Lions should tear them to shreds. I'm, pulling the, I'm playing the Lions on this one. I... I don't see uh, Jordan Addison has done a pretty good job. Ty Chandler, I do have him playing today, so I'd like to get him some points. But I'm I'm just really enjoying Detroit, who at the same time has some questionable games. It's not like they are right. are uh, the 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 San Francisco uh, 49ers or anything like that. They 
did uh, lose to the Bears just two weeks ago, if you remember that. But they were able to beat up on the Broncos last week, 42-17. I think they'll beat up on the Vikings again today at 1 o'clock. Yeah, yes. I'll take them to win. I don't I don't know if they'll beat them up just because I they haven't looked themselves lately. But yeah, Lions to win. Still 10-4. I'm pretty impressed with the Lions for sure. Um, and Sam LaPorta, man, it, they, they are really doing a good job of getting tight ends. Because mm -hmm. they had Hawkinson before, and they decided to get rid of him for Laporta, and it's worked out quite, quite well. So Hawkinson's still really good too, and that's why it's going to be a battle of this is what you had, and this is who you, I am now. So that should be a, a very fun one o'clock game for sure. And uh, I think we're all in the Lions, so we'll see what what's what's the next, Anthony. The Titans and the Seahawks. Mm. Obviously, I feel bad for Seattle. They've had to travel a lot. Um, but Tennessee, $17 tickets. You obviously, you know. Tannehill's back. Uh, you know, Tannehill's out there. I don't know if it's going to be Drew Locke or Geno Smith for this game. It's supposed to be Geno Smith. It's supposed to be Geno. Obviously, I'm not sure if that's a good thing. That's where I don't. It's It seems a. Uh, <sighs> I'm still going to stick with Seattle. If they can play anything like how they just beat up on the uh, the Eagles on Monday night, I think they'll uh, they'll get this victory over. A, yeah, I think there's just more. There's more team there than the Titans. So I'm taking the Seahawks as well. Hmm. Excuse me. Seahawks. Seahawks. Okay. So All right. Packers, Panthers. Oh, man. So it's easy to say the Packers. Let's just say that that's but. The Panthers obviously are still trying their best to make things happen. Feisty. You've got the Packers, on the other hand, who are sometimes good, sometimes bad. I don't know what to expect today. The I'll take the Packers. Uh, I like Jordan. I'm Love. trying to talk myself out of choosing the Packers. So he's six and eight versus two and twelve. Uh I need a big Jordan Reed game. Is that Jaden Reed. Reed. Sorry. Yes. Um, Packers. Yeah, I'll just do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to try not to put too much thought into this one. I, I think I put too much into it. That was my issue here. It's in Carolina. Tickets are $42. All right. That's better than 45 cents. <laughs> well, sounds like somebody bought them all up and is trying to resell them for this week so that they don't have back-to-back -back weeks. Is that what it sounds like? <laughs> oh, smart. Um, all right, next up, uh, we're all on the Packers, I guess. Yeah, we're yeah. all on the Pack. I can't go Carolina. Can't I can't wait to see the Panthers win. All right. Next up, Browns-Texans. Joe Flacco versus uh, Case Keenum. A, who is going to be the quarterback today in Houston? I don't think it's Case Keenum. Uh, no? He was the quarterback last week. Why wouldn't he be the quarterback this week? Oh, he's working. Yeah, uh, he's ruled out bills. again. Yeah, all right. That's why I was just making sure that I'm not missing that uh, they didn't sign someone off off the street or something like that this week. I've loved the Texans storyline, seeing how I saw them in the preseason against the Patriots, and I did not think they were that uh, that good. Uh, but they've obviously been proven wrong, being first in the AFC South, beating, uh, taking the lead over the Jacksonville Jaguars, which is not what I was expecting one mm -hmm. bit. Uh, but I think that injuries are just too much, and the Browns' defense is just is impre really impressive to see what they can do. 
Right. Obviously, the Browns are really bad on the road, but I just don't think that Houston will be able to get it, and Joe Flacco will get the victory for the Browns today. This could be an ugly one. I'll go Browns too, though. It's ugly, but they're both in the playoff contention. That's what's crazy about this. They, right. This could be a first-round yeah. game. I just think the, the Browns have a better defense, and I don't think that's what... Uh, who did the Texans play last week? Uh, I think it was the Jaguars. Yeah, the Jaguars' defense isn't uh, anything to write home about. The Browns have, like, the number... They they have a top three or top five defense in the league this year, so mm-hmm. I think that will, uh, you know make uh, Keenum turn back into a pumpkin a little bit today. So I'm taking the Browns. Uh, excuse me, I was wrong. Blanco's been slinging it. The, the Titans beat the Texans last week in overtime. That's where it was. lost. So the Titans, no, the Titans beat the Texans last week, 19 to 16. That's what that was in. Oh, I, thought, I thought the Titans lost and they got out of playoff contention because of it. Am I making this up? No, I'm seeing Texans 19 to 16. Oh, I was saying it wrong. All right, so okay. the Houston did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. My, my bad. My bad. Sorry, right, Kyle. You can just take my word for it on these uh, on these ones. Gotcha. All right. Also, Kareem. Uh, uh, all, right. Kareem Next, all right. So we we all have picks for this game. Yeah, Browns. Browns. All right, Colts, Falcons. Oh, my God, these games are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so the, Colts, it, the Colts don't have Michael Pittman. They'll have, you know, uh, I don't know. Is uh, Jonathan Taylor, wasn't there something going on this week with him? He's good to go. He's got a thumb. Yeah. Zach uh, Moss is out, right? Perhaps. I know Matt Gay sure is Zach in, but Moss that might be out. bad for them. <laughs> it's true. And Just, uh, We'll check that real quick. I know the injury time is out. Yeah, I was going to say in the next three minutes will be the injury updates for today's game. So uh, we'll have all those in just a few moments. But I'm impressive with the Colts this year, eight and six. Better than what I expected them to be for sure. Especially as uh, Gardner Minshew has been really taking the uh, the snaps for the year. Yep. Uh, tickets are going for as low as... Uh, Seventeen dollars for this game, so not bad. Yeah, hard, hard not to pick the, uh, the the Colts are here just because of the way that the Falcons seem to be playing this year. And the like, the only way I can describe how the Falcons have been playing this year is like almost like they're trying to put on a play of a football game. You know what I mean? Like you have all the right people out there, and somehow you just you can go through all the motions, you can go through all the you know, the offenses and whatever, and you still can't score, you still can't do anything. Yeah. Blows and, my mind. And the Falcons are now getting fined. You need to fire Arthur Smith or whatever the hell his name is ASAP. Yep. Arthur Smith. And they're getting fined now for that whole uh, him sitting Dijon, but not disclosing that he was so apparently injured. Yeah, like, it's just so weird. Like, yeah. there's no way him being one of the most explosive running backs for years at Texas, and then he, what, he comes to the league, and now all of a sudden he's, like, sitting games all the time and not getting touches like there's i don't know makes no sense <laughs> um so yeah i'm taking the colts yeah i'm gonna go with colts as well sure. i yeah. i i, I kind of i enjoyed the falcons for a while but then whatever they did last week to lose to the panthers was was just miserable so i can't i can't root for them in today's game when gardner Minshew will throw for 330 yards i guess 
I'm not even sure who yeah. they have for All receivers. Right. Commanders, oh, my God. Commanders, Jets. Tickets for this are going for $5 down. At, really? Yeah, not bad, actually. $5 tickets for the Jets and the Commanders. Again, Is the, this it's, it's the 1 o'clock game. I... I mean, everybody in New Jersey's got seven fish to cook tonight. They're not going to. <laughs> it's so true. Um, I, uh, man, the Commanders beat the Patriots. The Jets didn't. I'm going to go with the Commanders on this one. Okay. I'm going to go Jets. Yeah. I, what is Tim Boyle starting or something like that? I, I would honestly have more faith if... Um, Zach Wilson was starting this game than I do True. anybody else, so I'm taking the Commanders. Aaron Rodgers comes out at halftime. <laughs> um, it's Trevor Simeon that is going to be the quarterback oh, for the Jets well, today. Like, let's go, well, Simeon. Trevor Simeon, uh, as Zach Wilson is in concussion protocol, so there if it is. Was Wilson, I'd probably pick the Jets if it's since it's not. I'm not. I'm not taking. Uh, I need a big Brees Hall game though. I do need that. Yes, same. I'd be happy with that. So, uh, yeah. So, Cam, you're on the uh, you're on your island with the Jets on this one. Uh, Anthony and I will take the Commanders and see what happens. Sam Howell, fine. <laughs> you're like I've been in my own island anyway. Sure. Yeah. Howling Wolf. All right. <laughs> Howl is sick. Uh, Jaguars, Buccaneer. All right, we're trending upwards. This will be a fun game. So actually, that'll be a really fun game. It's the Battle of Florida. In a lot of ways, yep. At least central to northern. I was the, gonna say it's the better battle in northern Florida. Yeah, guys uh, are minus fifteen. Bucks are minus one hundred five. It's an absolute pick 'em. Wow, wow. Yeah, it's a pick point right now. Uh, Baker Mayfield has a one million dollar incentive if the Bucks are able to win the division. Hmm. That is a big is number. This, is that what this game would decide? They they they, they keep winning. They just certainly help. They just took the uh, the lead in the division. Uh, the, obviously, the Falcons are looking bad. The Panthers are already out of it. So it's just really a battle between them and the Saints. Yeah, Bucks like need to win this game because then they would be eight and seven. Jaguars would then be eight and seven. Obviously, we talked about this on the text that Trevor Lawrence has just gotten out of concussion protocol yesterday. Uh, the game is being played in Tampa. I'm going to go with Tampa to get this game, but again, it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be a uh, a battle of uh, of QBs throwing it. But I think that the Bucks have better wide receivers, so I'm, that's the reason why I'm going for the Buccaneers. Yeah, I kind of agree. I'm going to ride the Baker train a little bit after last week. Um, obviously, with Trevor Lawrence still like having his ankle issues and whatever, and I know Baker has his own injury stuff going on right now too, but... I don't know. The Buccaneers seem to be a little hotter, so I'm going to just ride the hot hand a little bit. Um, Yeah, I'm with you guys. I'll go with the Bucks. I like Baker's been having, obviously, a resurgent year. Mike Evans going to go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Just for those two alone. I'll take Chris Bucks. Godwin's been a little bit uh, under-exciting this year, though. That's that's the area of the team that I've not been very happy with. But, uh, again, for the for the Jaguars, 8-6, and six, they're still on, obviously, the, the playoff hunt. Uh, whether they get the division over the Texans or not, that's going to be a storyline. But the Buccaneers is 7-7. Seven, seven. Uh, we'll see what Baker can do to get in a first-round playoff game at home. I just realized the Colts are also 8-6. and six, So yeah. 
those yeah that's that's huge for for the jags but i, I do think right. the bucks are going to take it next we got a uh oh another fun game the cowboys and the dolphins yeah this one both another 10 and pick. 4 the only thing that i'm picking the cowboys the until the dolphins actually beat a a team with a winning record I'm kind of calling them as frauds for the time being because I mean, the all, Cowboys are the same type of team though. But the way that they just beat up the Eagles two weeks ago really proved to me that Dak and uh, the way CD Lamb's been playing has been incredible. I mean, Drew Locke just beat the Eagles too. I I don't know if basing it off of one game is is Tyreek Hill in this game. Uh, he is questionable. He's gonna go yeah, through the. Yeah. yeah, the pregame feels, and of course, this is a four o'clock game, so um, we won't know until about two o'clock or two to three o'clock. Um, so that's why that was the other reason why, if his mobility is not the same, right? Uh, it's still it's still going to be a Cowboys. Even if he plays, like he's probably not going to be able to do the same stuff. Yeah, I I like Cowboys. Then this is also an. Absolute I'm going to take the Dolphins. You're gonna go yeah. Dolphins! Oh my goodness, it is in Miami. Uh, the Dolphins feel like they could turn into the new version of the Cowboys, where every year they're like an incredible team who can't seem to finish. But <laughs> till then, I believe the Cowboys are going to. Uh, this know. is the most expensive ticket of the day, gentlemen. Two hundred and eighty-four dollars wow. for this game down at the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida. So. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a good one. I, I look forward to uh, to this 4 o'clock game for sure. And uh, we'll see if the Cowboys get the win for us or if uh, the Dolphins show up for Anthony. Yes. All right. <laughs> Next up, uh, the Cardinals and the Bears. Another fun game. Oh, it's being played in Soldier Field. Right. Yes, sir. A night game. Uh, I think that the it won't be warm enough for the cardinals who played in dome in sunny arizona i'm gonna go with the bears on this one both of these teams are at the bottom of their division <laughs> yes the bears are five and nine the cardinals are three and eleven mm -hmm. bears are definitely on an upswing they they yeah they're i mean they're they looked pretty good last week. I gotta give them some a little bit of credits here. Right now, I'm trying to decide whether I want to start AJ Dillon or Rondale Moore in a league. So mm. that is an interesting. Uh, I'm not, I don't have faith process. in Rondale. But, <laughs> yeah, in this huh? game, I, th I I don't generally have faith in Rondale, but then again, neither do I. I don't yeah. really have faith in any receivers on the. Uh, the Cardinals, but also I have zero faith in AJ Dillon too because he's like. This year, he's like an all-time like nine carries for 14 yards guy. So that's tough. Well, but for this game, I'm going to go with the Bears, but I could see the Cardinals covering four points. Mm. Lose by a field goal. I mean, Arizona did beat like the 49ers earlier this season as well. I was going to say, I'm taking the Cardinals in this game just based off of the fact that the best thing about the Bears defense is the defensive line. And you have the one of the toughest quarterbacks to catch in a backfield. True. Yeah, there's that for sure. So if they can lock, if they can double team sweat, and they don't have that kind of uh, 
a defensive player going after Kyler and he can just scurry around back there like he does. I don't know. That's also where I feel like they'll be like, you know, maybe they or maybe they will rush him a lot or something like that or blitz a lot to the point where he is just tossing up balls to guys like Rondale Moore because he's fast enough. He's small enough. He's like a slot guy. He's a straight line guy. So he could be 15 yards up the field by the time he actually gets that ball out of his hands from blitz. Weird. I don't know. I'm taking the Cardinals. I just, I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> just going for it. Cardinals yep. cover. Cardinals cover four. All right. Well, that leads, that's the end of the four o'clock games, right? No. We, yes. Yes, it is the, the end of the four o'clock. And then obviously you got so the late night game. Have- Yes, the barn burner potential. Uh, well, this was supposed to be the game I was going to go to this year. I'm so glad we didn't end up doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, shoot. Hold on. Which, right. Well, it's the Patriots and the Broncos. There was some snow that came down in Denver yesterday, so uh, it's probably melted by now. But I'm just saying that it, it there is a chance for some uh, unique weather out there. Patriots notoriously... I have not done well in Denver mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if it was Tom Brady behind the helm. It didn't matter if it's Drew Bledsoe. It doesn't matter. They just don't play well up there. That stadium was built for loud noises and Denver. I think we'll get this victory. Inactives came out. Oh, thank you. I was, I've been looking for it, trying to be patient with it. Uh, AJ Dillon active. Uh, Nico Collins active. Jaden Reed inactive. Oh, oh. oh goodness. Uh. Um, Dontavion Wicks active. Alexander Madison active. Chigo Okongwu active. Will Levis inactive. Christian Watson inactive. Jaden Reed inactive. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Anthony. This is uh, uh-huh. big news right here to, to hear this. Um, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Thank you. This is... Oh, boy. So, uh, Broncos, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Broncos are going to win. They're also minus three. I'm, I'm rocking my Patriots hat, but at the same time, uh, I'm. They're getting seven and a half points, though. Seven and a half points is kind of a lot of points. Yeah. But I just don't have faith that the Patriots are going to be able to really do anything. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> they're going to. Probably handed off to Zeke a bunch. That's going to be their best option. And even if Bailey Zappi... And only option. Right. Even if Bailey Zappi had anyone to throw to, I just don't have faith in him either. So I don't know I don't know what, what else uh, to really say about this game. Give me give me the Broncos. Man, so Jaden Reed, I still can't believe this. I'm so, like, bummed that I now have to go to Jacoby Myers. Uh, in oh, that spot. Well, Jacoby Myers is a good pick. Yeah. I feel like he's usually always good for a touchdown. If if the if the Raiders show any signs of life on offense, he usually has one touchdown. I could see it. Today. Which is a hilarious okay. parallel universe to him as a Patriots player. <laughs> yeah, seeing how he broke the record for the most consecutive. I'll never forget. Passes. I was at the I was at the game. It was against the Browns. He got his first touchdown. He's had two in the last three games. Okay. All right. I, you're giving me a little bit of life that I'm like seven on the season so far. Yeah, Jacoby Myers is always a guy where I feel stupid for not taking him for like an anytime touchdown because I feel like he always gets one. Seven touchdowns on the year, really? That's yep. a, that's impressive. There are obviously some games where he didn't score, but yeah, seven on the whole year. 
All right. Thank you guys. This has been this has been helpful to know. Oh, no way. And I just signed into my DraftKings account and I had a $5 free bet that expired today. Oh, dang. Hate to see I'm that. Parlaying the Cardinals, the Dolphins and the Buccaneers. Ooh. Okay. All right. I like it. And then obviously right. obviously we got three Christmas Day yeah. games which All right. Would your family allow you to go to a football game on Christmas? Um maybe if they're coming. Yeah, that's. I think they've heard. But my parents, I don't think would enjoy hanging out in the cold for, on Christmas Day. Yeah, probably uh, not. So that's why I'm just curious. We're more of a hockey family. There. You go. <laughs> uh, my family celebrates holidays in the south, so she, usually it's not that big of a problem. There you go. There you okay. Go. Um, all right. Next up, we got the Raiders and the Chiefs. Uh, One o'clock yeah. tomorrow. $66 tickets are going for in Kansas City. Uh, a lot of injuries for the Chiefs that, again, they just lost last week. Uh, but it is still the Raiders, and it's a divisional game, and it is in Kansas City. Uh, I'm still going to go with Kansas City, and I'm expecting a big uh, Travis Kelsey game. Without Tony... Is, and Pacheco, too. Pacheco is back as well. Oh, Pacheco's back. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Kenny I do Walker think... Walker just changed from questionable to healthy. Oh, weird. Kenneth Walker? He was questionable. Yeah, yeah not even a... Wow, all right. Go Seahawks. Yeah, exactly. Um, I could see the Raiders covering 10 and a half. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Because yeah. obviously I'll be rooting a lot. A lot of teams have covered against the Chiefs this year. On smaller spreads, too. All right, next up we got, ooh, uh, the Giants and the Eagles. This is going to be a huge game. This is a, this is a big Eagles get-right game, which, again, I, I need oh so badly when I have my one good playoff team consisting of um, Jalen Hurts, uh, DeAndre Swift, and um, one of the wide receivers that's not A.J. Brown. What, what's his name? I can't remember. Devontae Smith. Yeah, Devontae Smith. So yeah, this is going to be yeah, – I need this to be a blowout. I need I need the Eagles to come in here and say, hey, yeah, we lost to Drew Locke, but watch us – now watch us drop 60. It's kind of weird to me that they're playing on two Monday night games in a row. The Eagles are. It works. It works for them. I guess it's not a Monday night because it's a Monday at 4.30 in the afternoon on Christmas. Yeah, still though. But to, to know you've had a full, another full week to be healthy, I think that – the it's Eagles at home. It's not in Seattle this time, and it's against a divisional rival. And Tommy DeVito has not had his coming to uh, reality moment yet. And I think the Eagles' defensive line will get to him, and the Eagles should be able to to get back right and be all good. Even though De, uh, DeVito really kind of irritated me the other the other day, where he all of a sudden just decided he wanted to double his. Uh, his uh his fee for events it was ten thousand dollars he was trying to go to a local pizza place he instead he doubled it to twenty thousand same I time i yeah. he's only making thirty thousand dollars per game which for the you normal people that's pretty good obviously yeah 
I mean, but yeah. at the same time, like I think that he's trying to make up as much money as he can for living in his parents' basement. Um, right, exactly. But yes, I'm. Either way, I'm still gonna go for the. I'm, like, I'm also like just kind of sick of hearing this. Uh, Woe is me, uh, football player money that's been going on for the last like month. Like, do I really need like the headline where it was like Brock Purdy having a hard time buying Christmas presents this year? He's making almost a million dollars. I don't want to hear it. Like, right. Get some like gift cards. <laughs> so annoying. Everyone loves like, a gas yeah, card. You, you know, he's only making thirty thousand a game. It's like, oh, I feel terrible for him. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm glad uh, we can understand. Meanwhile, like most uh, school teachers have two jobs. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. But you're throwing a football. Yeah. I don't know about most, but there's there's a lot. A lot. There's, there's a, a lot. lot for sure. All right, it leads uh, us to right. the... And then the last game... Wait, do we all get picks in yet? Obviously, I'm taking the Eagles in this game. Yeah, Eagles. Eagles all the way. Yeah. All right. Giants last game for tomorrow, the Ravens and the 49ers. Potential Super Bowl matchup here. I, I agree. It's This is going to be a phenomenal game. Both mm -hmm. are leading the divisions. Both try to get a first round bye. I will stick to it being in... San Francisco for my reasoning to picking the 49ers. I would love a big Brock Purdy game um, as well. It just to really keep things going for MVP. Obviously, Brock is rooting for Christian McCaffrey to get MVP. Mm -hmm. McCaffrey says otherwise. It's a fun battle to, to have. I don't remember a team with two MVP candidates on one team. Right. Like that's incredible to me to see what it is. I I'm rooting against Christian McCaffrey this week. As much as I respect him, I need him to just get bobbled up and. But yeah, it's tough when you have to play him. Exactly, sure. exactly in the championship game. You want you don't want that. So uh, I'm still gonna go pick San Francisco, but I would love Baltimore to at least hang for a bit. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I like the Ravens defense, but I don't think it's as good as the Niners defense. Kyle Hamilton's really good this year, and they have a very solid like defensive line, and their linebackers are also good, but. Um, I don't know. I think the Niners are just a little bit more of a complete team. I think the only upside that the Ravens have, obviously, is that quarterback. But as we've seen, if the as long as you have the right tools around you, you too can look like Brock Purdy. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, and I got to say, I listened to uh, the Ravens game a little bit last week when I was driving at one point, and Kyle Van Noy is still really bringing a lot of veteran ability to the Ravens defense. He, mm -hmm. He's not as fast, but at the same time, he's been in the league long enough where he can see things and is uh, at least able to still make tackles if they come exact directly at him. So as a former Patriot and a Super Bowl champion, to know that Kyle Van Noy is still out there doing things is, is very interesting to see. So Definitely thought he would be done by now. I I know I know. So then, yeah. I mean, he played for the Chargers. He's he's bounced around, but to know he's still uh, still out there doing the things is uh, pretty impressive. Well, that leads yeah. us. That's is it a round of 49ers? No one, no one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And then all right. So now actually we got two more games to do because the the there's a Thursday and then another Saturday game next week. So oh my goodness, mm -hmm. uh, our Thursday game this week, which. I don't know. This is either going to be – it's the Jets and the Browns. I don't know how that's going right. to be. It's the two best defenses. Yeah, that's true. The over-under is 35 and a half right now. I wonder if it's worth, like, hammering that under. Uh, mm. I don't know. I, it, I mean, obviously, it depends on a lot of things right now. But 
I could see Flacco lighting up the Jets. Um, maybe some defensive scores even. Uh, reports out of New York, I'm reading this right now, is that uh, Woody Johnson is not looking to replace Robert Sala and general manager Joe Douglas after this season, even though they have uh, not been as good as where Woody was hoping they would be when t picking up Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, he didn't expect them to be out fifth, yeah. fifth yeah, play of the year. Yeah, this seems like an unnecessary headline. Again, I don't think uh, you fire a coach because of a massive injury to your premier player. Exactly. Yes. Well, feels feels kind of stupid. That would be like they were like, oh, I don't know. Belichick on the hot seat after Matt Castle takes over for Brady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds it sounds dumb when you say it out loud. Um, People saying like, oh, why did he keep going with Zach Wilson? Well, like that was the plan you know, <laughs> that you got to stick to the plan. Otherwise, if he didn't stick to the plan, there's probably more of a uh, re reason to get him fired. But I think in Mason Rudolph, not Mason Rudolph, uh, Garrett. What, who's the big... Their receiver? No, uh, defensive end for oh, the Miles Brown. Garrett. Miles Garrett. There yeah. we go. Uh, I think he... I wasn't sure if you meant him or Garrett Wilson. Uh, that's why I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not saying this right at all. And thank you, Cam, for helping me out there. Uh, I think he'll have a, a big meal of Trevor Simeon or Zach Wilson on Thursday night. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Browns in this one. For sure. I think it'll be, come down to a field goal. And I, yeah, I, I like yeah. the Browns kicker I, more. Jets to cover five yeah, and a half. I think it's going to come down to like something weird like that. Like, a, <laughs> I don't know. Five and a half points seems like a perfect amount to take. Maybe take seven and a half. Maybe buy a couple points. But uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Browns. I don't know. I just feel like the Browns will be a little bit luckier. Again, unless again. Wilson comes back, has a broke clocks right twice a day moment again. <laughs> and certainly uh, again, like, I, I don't know. I think that could pop off at any time with him. So. The uh, the other storyline again again the Browns are seven and one at home this year and this is where the game will be on uh, on Thursday night is in Cleveland so uh, I'm expecting that to be eight and one um, after this game. All right, and then the last game on or at least until we're on the actually no we're not going to be on the air next weekend are we? No, uh, I think at this rate well. Uh, I, we might right, well, we take got some New Year's. How many of next week's games do you want to rip through too? Oh, <laughs> uh, let's just go quickly. So I'm gonna go with the uh, the, the I'm gonna go with the ooh, Cowboys and the Lions. Lions, Cowboys. Lions and Cow I'll take the Cowboys. 15 Saturday. I'm taking the Lions. I just feel like that's a game you can step up for, and that also feels like a game where the Cowboys collapse. I feel like this is a battle of Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Cowboys on this one. Cam. Yeah, I'm taking Cowboys. Yeah. I'd, All at right. home. Yeah! Uh, the first 1 o'clock game next Sunday. Uh, the 49ers and the Commanders. 49ers. All right, nice. Moving on. Yeah. yeah. Dolphins <laughs> and the Ravens. Dol oh, my goodness. Dolphins and Ravens. That's a great game. Ravens. They both are facing right good teams this week. Oh, my goodness. Dolphins and Ravens. I got to just quick pick. I got to go Ravens. Think. I'm going to take the Dolphins. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take the Dolphins. Ravens it is. Ravens it is. He, oh, he said can it. Can you not hear me? Um, yeah, for some reason, that second mic always cuts out on me. It's uh, never okay. yours, Kyle. Okay. Um, Cardinals, Eagles. New studio problems, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Cardinals, Eagles. Cardinals, Eagles. Yeah, Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. Um, Jaguars, Panthers. Jaguars. Battle of Cowboys. 
cats. Uh, <laughs> Jaguars for sure. Nice. Um, Titans Texans. Oof. I think Will Levis should be back for this game. They just played each other last week. Uh, so it, it might be Levis against Stroud too. I'm gonna go with Stroud on this one, and I'm gonna go with Houston to make yeah. sure that they stay in the playoff hunt. Hoping Stroud's back. Yeah. Then. Ooh, Raiders and the Colts. Raiders, oh, and Colts. Raiders, Colts. Uh, it's gonna come down to where they they're playing in Indy. I'm gonna go with the Colts on this one. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the Colts. Uh, yeah, I think Pittman. both teams will. Pittman should their... be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colts. Hopefully. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean, Minshew's pretty good at evading. Um, and then Falcons-Bears, so there's another Bears win. Yeah, probably. Oh, Falcons. Yeah, I'm going to go Bears in that one, too. I just, it, plus, the, it's in at Soldier's home. Field. Yeah, yeah, two weeks at, at, at home for the Bears. In January. <laughs> Almost. Almost. Yeah, December 31st. Yeah. And the last game uh, that is available on DraftKings, at least, um, the Eight o'clock game for next Sunday is the Packers and the Vikings. Ooh. Hmm. Uh, it's in Minnesota. Packers. Uh, I'm taking the. Oh God, I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, we're all in the same boat here. I'm gonna go with Minnesota, in the dome. Packers have quarterback, no no weapons. Vikings have weapons, no quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. And they both have pretty much the same caliber of defense. All right, so you're missing the Vikings get uh, what's his face back. You're missing the four o'clock games, Cam or Anthony. I'll give you the the Steelers yep, and the Seahawks. The games that they have Steelers Seahawks. Steelers Seahawks. Seahawks. It's Seahawks. in Seattle, so yeah, I think in Seattle will win that. Um, the Broncos and the Chargers in Mile Ooh. High. I do like taking a team fresh off of firing a coach. Oh, but they're playing this week, right? Yeah. Mm. Or they I already mean, did. They the, lost last night to the Broncos. Right, they lost. I was they, lost. Say, they just played and they lost. They just played. I didn't watch last night. Uh, give me the Broncos there. I'm gonna go with the Chargers. I think yeah, they're gonna have the extra day of rest. I just I can't pick the Chargers for anything. Uh, and then you, we also have the Bengals and the Chiefs in Mile High as well. Bengals and the Chiefs. Bengals wow. and the Whoa, Chiefs. Geez. Yeah, I'm. I'm think it's safe to go to the Chiefs. I mean, yeah. I, I do have a feeling that the Bengals could find a way to win that game, though. Mm. Jamar Chase. Could I don't. Be... I don't think it's impossible. Yeah, right. if Chase plays, and you know, receivers aren't catching balls, or Kelsey's not having a good game. I could very easily see the uh, the Bengals doing something. Uh, it's. It's got to be a, an interesting one, but yeah, at the same time, I just think the Chiefs, the Chiefs are uh, definitely a uh, an easy one to pick right there, and uh, I'm glad that we're all. I mean, that was pretty easy. We got we got through that really quickly, much faster than I was expecting us to. Yeah, there, it's a lot of chalk, and we don't know who's going to get injured this week, and those could all change. But yeah, usually by this time of the year, though, like the chalk teams should be pulling, like just winning. Should out. be chalked, and yeah. This should be chalking. Uh, not a lot of awards given out to the uh, the Patriots this season, and we're definitely not getting in any MVP candidates. But uh, congratulations to Dave Andrews for winning the Ron Hobson Award for the organization. That award goes to a member of the Patriots who does their best with handling the media and uh, all the qualifications of being respectful, polite, and really showing up to the press conferences so when has dave andrews ever talked to the media 
Dave Andrews talks. Every, every, he's a captain, so he has oh, to. Okay. Yeah. I never see anything from him come out, so yeah, no, I guess that's I, I why agree. I got the award. He's usually <laughs> the last one. Like, he usually goes to the key. It's always Belichick, and then the QB, and then it. It's always funny because that's when the locker room opens, mm-hmm. so all the media usually run into the locker room, and Andrews is up there like, "Yeah, all right, well," uh, but he he won the award this year, um, so congratulations to him <laughs> on that. Him. He is probably our best player on offense. I mean, I respect both him and Jason Kelsey because I, I feel like they're both for centers. They're, they're they're very similar and they're they were undervalued, undersized, but they still do a very good job of trying to uh, make things happen, protect their quarterback. And it's uh, I don't know how long he's. I mean, Andrews has been our. It's been six years, seven years now. Yeah. To know he's gone from Brady to Newton to. And Mac he came and Zapper blood clots in his lungs. Yes, so that's you know? why like, there's a lot of things going on with uh, with Dave Andrews, and uh, I appreciate the, what he brings to uh, the team. And it's gonna be real bad when he's gone. <sighs> oh no, um, Trent Brown. That's another one in this offseason. Should we keep him or get rid of him? Because I didn't realize he was still on the team. Yeah, yeah I was I gonna say get rid of him. We can get rid of him. Um, so the biggest revolving door in the game. Kyle Duggar, that's another one that might I be out. I, I, I would like him. to keep him, but yeah, I think... Well, if not, we better be getting something considerable back for him. He's yeah. a great safety. I, I definitely was looking at a lot of the Patriots players that I are kind of have to decide if they're going to go somewhere else or they're going to stay with the team. Uh, I think J.C. Jackson's time in uh, anywhere in the NFL is pretty much over after the yeah. way that he's been dealing with things. And anyone else that I'm trying to think of that? Uh, hmm. Jelani Tavai. I mean, I don't think he's up for a contract. I just that's another name I remember right now. It's he's it's dead. he's really good. Mac Wilson's really good. And uh, all right, will we keep Chad Ryland? Will we? No, please uh, do not keep. We better Chad keep Barringer. Obviously, there was the story that came out last week with the uh, the balls being underinflated for the first half of the kicking game. Uh, between the Chiefs and the Patriots, but didn't get turned over. Turned talked about oh, too Hunter much. Henry's gonna be a free agent. Hunter, oh, that's another one. Yeah. Stay or go. And as much as I, I enjoy Kendrick, him, Kendrick Bourne. I think that uh, he is unfortunately going to be Kisiki. heading uh, south or mm-hmm. west because obviously you can't go north or east from there. Um, Matthew Slater. But Merry Christmas, guys! It's been a pleasure to be with you, as uh, we are the last yeah. show here on ninety-five point three for the year twenty twenty-three. Wow. as there's no shows for the rest of the week here. So we are going out with a bang and uh, appreciating all that the sports brings to our worlds and uh, to bring uh, the three of us together. So have a Merry Christmas, everyone here on the airwaves of 95.3. And uh, we'll get you again next year. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a Happy New Year. And thank you for listening and being a part of Off The Rock Sports. Take care, everyone. Yeah.